The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This was said over, the guy heard it, I think, from the grandmother, that, that, that the story happened to was a lady in Baltimore. I was in the, you know, that good day in Baltimore is a story out of that good day in Baltimore, my friends. This lady, she's there, she comes to the women's section to daven there, Arab Shabbos, get ready for Shabbos, and she's cleaning up, she figures she'll tidy up over there a little bit, and she notices that there's a pair of tefillin sitting there outside the bag, Left. It looks like they were left there. She'll figure somebody left it there that morning, right? So she wraps them up and puts them on the side. She comes the next week, and the tefillin are still there. The next week, they're still there. She says, oh no. This person lost their tefillin. They don't even know it's here. So she hangs up a sign. She hangs up a sign on the bulletin board. Does anybody know whose tefillin they are? Have the name of the person. Anybody know who they are? She gets a phone call. person says, I, I recognize that name. These are people who used to be my neighbors a few doors down, but they, they since moved to Israel. Let me give you the number of the mother and ask if maybe they've been searching for the tefillin. She calls. She calls the number. She gets on the phone with the mother. And she says, do you have a son so-and-so? Yes, I do. She says, I just want to know, what is, is he missing his tefillin? Because I'm sitting here in Baltimore and I've noticed the tefillin are here and they got your son's name on it. They must be your son's tefillin. Did he misplace them? Has he been looking for them? And the lady on the other side starts to cry. And she says, I'll tell you the truth. Those are certainly my son's tefillin. But I'm sad to say that he left them there on purpose. He must have left them there on purpose because unfortunately he has left religious observance. And in fact, our relationship has been very rough and we've barely been in touch. And then all of a sudden she stops and she says, wait one second, my son is beeping in on the other line. She picks up the other line, she goes, it goes silent. Three minutes later, this woman comes on and she's crying again. She says, you'll never believe it, but my son just called. And on his own, he had begun to attend some Torah lectures. And his soul has begun to wake up. I didn't even know. He was starting to be inspired. And today he decided he should really begin to put on his tefillin again. And he realized he has no idea where his tefillin are. So he just called me to ask, Mommy, do you happen to know where my tefillin are? And I said, my son, yes, I do. Yes, I do. A boy loses his way across the globe 
and then decides to pick himself up a little bit and wake his soul up a little bit. And he says, I, but now I got to find my tefillin. But you see, the second he began to look for his tefillin, they were already coming for him. Tefillin that he abandoned years ago. But once he woke up, once Hashem saw, oh, you're alive. You care. You're looking. Well, then hold on, boy. Hold on, my son, because I'm coming for you. You need your tefillin from across the world in Baltimore. Nobody has even seen those tefillin. I will send somebody to get them to you. Because my, my, my boy needs to come home. He needs to come home. When you wake up, when we wake up to care, to want, to dream again, to remember that that is the only thing we want, to feel that once more, then Hashem's going to come for us. Then we're going to be different people to sell. My cousin told me, this is unbelievable, because this is going to show you how far this goes. My cousin told me that on the flight, I don't think it was the flight in, but he just took a flight previously. This is Ben Santoros. He just told me this story when we picked him up from the airport. Just maybe the other day, he was trying to take a flight, and the flight was so delayed, it was delayed hours and hours. Somebody had a medical issue. They couldn't get him out. They had to bring in a team to unscrew the seats of the plane. They're literally stuck there for hours and hours. And he said, they're just him and this other rov who he's with. They're just waiting to see, what is this all about? Why is Hashem doing this? Why is Hashem delaying them four hours or whatever it was? He said they get off the plane when they land and they order a lift. You know, it's like the Uber alternative. They order a lift driver to come pick them up. They get picked up by this lift driver and he's driving them home. And this guy turns to them and he goes, wow, have two rabbis in the car? Guys, I have to tell you, I'm looking to convert I want to convert. I want to become Jewish. And he starts peppering them with questions. I've got some questions to ask you. And he starts this whole discussion because he, he wants to convert. So the rabbi who's with my cousin says to the guy, you know, um, you know, like, what are the odds? You certainly weren't planning on picking up two rabbis tonight, right? At one in the morning. So I got to ask you, uh, you seem really passionate. What was your plan if you wouldn't have picked up two rabbis tonight? What was your plan of action? So the guy says, no, 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 you don't understand. I've already called all the synagogues around. I've called the synagogues in Milwaukee and left messages for all the rabbis that I'm interested. Nobody has called me back. And Rabbi Torsky said, yeah, he remembers now his, his secretary telling him two months ago that he got some sort of message. I said, unbelievable. Do you hear that? A non-Jew, his soul stirs in him, and he says, I want to pursue Judaism. He reaches out to the rabbis. They don't call back. And Hashem says, all right, I'm going to send you two rabbis into your car, my friend. If you're looking for me, I'm looking for you. I told my cousin, you know, if he would have returned that guy's phone call, he could have saved himself four hours stuck on the plane. <laughs> he could have been spared the four hours that he returned the phone call. 
Because Hashem cares even about that yearning. Because every little kvetch, every drop, every time you say, but Hashem, I'm looking for you, I'm calling. I'm looking for a way home. I'll send you two rabbis into your car. Beware, guys, watch out. You may find two rabbis in your dining room. Don't get surprised. Hashem may send them. All right? Why? If you're looking for Hashem, He's looking for you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.